0: This is really a precursor to New
1: Year's. We're not New Year's yet.
0: We're not in the new year yet, but there's what, like four days? We are this New Year's Eve.
1: <laughs> That's our intention. Hopefully we won't make a lot of mistakes. It's going to happen. Or name names so <laughs> we can just maybe not even edit
0: as much. Hello. But who knows? Welcome to Gab and Girl Time. End of the year 2023 review. Yes.
1: And by the way, if you listen to us, you may have noticed uh, we just like drag survivored out. We pieced out on drag survivor. We did. (laughs) And here's why we know how it ends.
0: Yeah. We're on to bigger and better things. We knew, we know
1: Colin won. Uh, We know there's controversy. We don't care. Everybody's over it. And we also noticed that um, it seemed to rehash a lot of bad feelings instead of good vibes. And that's not really what we're about. And I didn't really want to bash people. The further they got into it, you know, these are real winners. You know, everybody that even did it are winners. But I think people that maybe were less experienced or... You know, their camp was a little diff or whatever. I think that they were eliminated quickly and or the threats were eliminated quickly, who people saw as threats. And so, I don't know. I wanted, my person won, so I'm happy. (laughs) Like, it's kind of hard. Why do you want to keep doing that? And then, I, you know, I don't really care for, like, trashing everybody or whatever I don't either
0: and I'm excited for 2024 and it being like giving up my crown to the next person yeah. and I'm excited to be a judge and to bring new art to the stage we I, I think these competitions are
1: cool I'm not very good at competitions I am responsible for a lot of participation trophies situation that i can't bitch about you know i can't be mad about gen z when you know i love competing because it
0: pushes my trophies pushes my performance yeah and your creativity and all that to do it
1: i get it i wouldn't mind having more of that mindset i'm just not you know i
0: think seriously 10
1: years younger i'd be different it would be different maybe
0: well 10 years younger and you'd be going through your your midlife crisis
1: yeah I mean I didn't really get into a lot of the competitions they had when I started doing this 10 years ago either though <laughs> so I guess not maybe I had to been a little younger 20s 30s you know before I was like ugh, is it
0: so we're gonna talk a little bit about our accomplishments in twenty twenty three and then we're gonna talk about our goals for twenty twenty four and where this podcast is going in twenty twenty four, which I am very, very excited about. I'm excited too.
1: about it too. We're opening our spreading our wings a little. Which will be yeah, exciting. it's been
0: three years. We we should spread our wings and we should bring more interesting uh people on. <laughs> I think that's where we thrive. And we're going to kind of change the layout a little bit. Yeah, I'm very excited. And focus on our YouTube channel as well. But you know what that means? That means that we are going to have to
1: really work
0: right. And we're going to have to dress up. And Mm -hmm. we're probably going to have to put on makeup.
1: Yep. Um, I know. It's a lot different than when you're.
0: Do you remember in your 20s where you couldn't leave the house? Without a whole full face of makeup on. And probably more you than me because you worked in an industry where you had to look a certain way. Every single day. Every day.
1: I was like a rock star. Like literally, you know, doing,
0: yeah, in the beauty business, no matter what, no matter where you worked. And now it pains me to put makeup on unless I've got a gig or you know or something because you started
1: doing it more quote unquote professionally you know you're not doing it like you look in the mirror and you love you I think Mm -hmm. as we get older we're like oh wow we wasted so much time covering up this gorgeous skin Mm -hmm. you know I mean I've always had really pretty skin and I'm old now it's not as beautiful you've always had really pretty skin probably
0: I don't know. No, you have I have had acne and stuff. Uh, I did not have like cystic acne, but I had I uh, always had like the blackheads around the nose and I still have those. I had everything.
1: Perfect skin. And did just you? freckles. Yeah, just freckles. Yeah. And everybody hated freckles. My like
0: I am incense
1: <laughs> incense. All my daughters had. I am outraged. I'm not incense although I do sometimes smell good and I can be smoky but um, at people drawing freckles on like they have little oh. markers to give you freckles perfect space I love freckles little now freckles. Now, freckle. now that's the key word you just said now you did not love them in the younger days I didn't mind my freckles people hated freckles and there would be like in fashion magazines maybe one model would have freckles that they would show but it would always be like some exotic super wild amount of freckles or like they're amber colored or something you know it would be it would this is kind be of something. off topic
0: but not right. really um, Charlotte and I were watching Canada's Drag Race and they had the model who has Villaligo and I'm sorry that I cannot remember their name right now I know that I can look it up But I had to explain to Charlotte, because Charlotte asked, you know, why does she look like that? And I said, well, you know, some people just have two different colors in their skin. And this is what it's called. Even Charlotte has a little bit Mm -hmm. of Villaligo there. But she thought it was comforting to see somebody like that and to see somebody different and to see them on TV. Yes, because yeah. representation is important, <laughs> yeah. which is what very important Been
1: trying to say forever. But, you know, like I hated my freckles forever. And that was the reason I covered up my skin because I had freckles, even though I had beautiful skin, like flawless skin. Where people thought I looked like a mannequin. Like kids would be like, is that a mannequin? Is that? And then I'd move or whatever. I'm like, yeah, kid, the mannequin's out here in the middle of the mall smoking a cig. That's that's how
0: they've got them <laughs> today. <laughs> Charlotte likes to say that she's a statue.
1: Yeah. There you go. She frozen? Does she move? Are you like, well, you can't move. If she likes statue. to,
0: uh, whenever we're at any kind of store, she's like, Gigi, I'm a statue. Come and buy me. So I have to go and say, uh-huh. oh, look at this lovely statue that I would love to have in my house. And then I just take her.
1: <laughs> there you go. Nice.
0: So, what were some of your accomplishments? In 2023. I kept Bill alive. Yeah, that that's, the amazing. Biggest, that's a big that one. That was the biggest
1: accomplishment. <laughs> I had a week 2023 for myself for personal achievements or anything. So um, I did have a lot of stuff going on. I mean, my son got married. My daughter uh, moved in with her partner. Um And she's very happy, so that's exciting. My my life partner is not going to die, at least not today. I mean, we're old, so it could happen. Like, nobody should be surprised (laughs) if it does. But um, it was a very scary time with uh, misdiagnosis. And, you know, then on top of that the thing that probably is minor for a lot of people when they have the surgery or whatever because it ended up being a diseased gallbladder but instead Mm -hmm. of having a lot of stones it was sludgy and so it presented like a lot of other stuff however it exacerbated his other medical conditions which um our diabetes and high blood pressure, and, uh, you know, he had to get a lot of that under control, and his diet also under control, and um, that's all been a big thing, so, I don't know, working on uh, comedy stuff, I went back to work doing hair, and um,
0: I'd really like to focus on that in this next upcoming year. Doing more hair, doing different kind of hair, doing celebrity hair, doing what? (laughs) Doing celebrity hair. (laughs) All of my clients are
1: celebrities (laughs) and that's how they're treated. Um, I, uh, unless I do get a lot of numbers and start working the Instagrams and the TikToks and really trying to do the. Becoming famous, thing like I've got to be in the millions, to to
0: make money, money. We were talking about hair. fame the other day. I mean, at what level do you want to? And be do I even
1: want? It? Would f- I you, be you, happy? Do you want to be that? famous? See, that's the thing. These are the questions. And yeah. to be hireable, to do the things that I wanted to do previously, to make a living, like for instance, to make a living at comedy now. To get even crappy bookings, you've got to have the numbers. Like, and then to get really great bookings, you've got to have all the numbers.
0: So, and I guess being older, um, so you the, have your struggles there. Yes. With not really knowing how to work technology. Like, yeah. I, I, those are the problems that I have.
1: I, I don't, yes, correct. Now,
0: people that
1: are... Um, better established or have a little bit more money they just hire a young person to do that for them or there's young people in the family that are doing this now you know but it's wild to me that there are Gen Zers which my son is on the cusp so my youngest son is like he would be close to first generation Gen Z or he's the last of the millennials either way I mean I mean He's 20, he turns 29 in January. So these people are, you know, Gen Zers are like old now.
0: Yes. Now it's Generation Alpha. alpha. Yeah. yeah. So
1: that's Charlotte.
0: Yes. So I need Charlotte as need my Charlotte PR do- person. <laughs> <laughs> that's what
1: I need. Like, and so. When
0: I won't even buy her, um, a tablet or anything like
1: that yeah yeah like if you're gonna make it though you're gonna have to charlotte will have to be your pr person normally it would be like one of your kids age like um your youngest is in the good demographic to be your social media person except your youngest doesn't care for technology either (laughs) So it's like, now we've got the retro vibes, which is weird, because I see the cycle in the circle of life. Uh, Because when I was in my 20s, I was an elderly lady then too, like, I was antiquing constantly and thrifting constantly. And, uh, you know, that was life, then. Thought, oh wow, I need to get married and have children and all of that stuff. Your biological clock is ticking, and so uh, I didn't. You couldn't dream as big when we were younger.
0: You could dream, but you yeah, just... you
1: had to figure the <clears throat> reality of it, attaining yeah. it. Yeah, the the world was way bigger because we were not as connected technologically. So, but it was also definitely a boys club. Definitely. I mean, the same hurdles are here now, but if you have social media presence, then you have the numbers to back it up. So you have the power. So in order to be a Lucille Ball now, I have to have millions and millions of followers. So that means every day I have to engage every single day,
0: the followers become your life. And not to mention the cancel culture that you experience if you happen to say the wrong thing or, you know,
1: Oh, opinions that made you popular to begin with that got you the numbers are going to be the same opinions that get you canceled. Mm -hmm. So there is no winning And, and it will just be a matter of how crazy can we make this person seem to be. And yet, you know, everything that you've been saying, either you're either proven completely wrong And then you should be able to say, wow, I was very wrong in this, you know, but you shouldn't be stoned to death for having the wrong opinion to begin with. You know, you can change your mind about things, but there's also, I mean, there's things I'll fight to the death on that it's just your opinions, your opinion, but it's incorrect <laughs> you know what I mean like <laughs> right it's fine but I'm not going to try to kill you for having your incorrect opinion but you're never going to change my mind so it'll never be a correct opinion to me
0: my question is is it worth it we were having the conversation the other night because I'm at the point where <sighs> I am famous in my small pond. Yep. And now that I am venturing out and doing more across the southeast, um, really, you know, across the country. Do I want to be famous or can I handle the fame? And my friends have said, "You, you can totally handle the fame. But do I want it? You know, do I do I want to fuck with people? No, I don't... I don't want to kiss ass to get famous. I just want to put out my art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to play the game. No, I feel you.
1: I, um... I, we'll talk about this, like, in upcoming shows. Because yes. I still... I, you know, we're going to be having comics on and things like that, yeah, which we're we'll talk it. about for our, in the next part. But for me, um, deciding, is this what I want to do? Because for me, comedy is a hobby, essentially. Yeah. Do I want to continue to invest that money into this hobby? Um, because for the last 10 years, I've been looking at it like training for something that I could make a living at. So Bill's health, my health, deciding like comedy, the future of comedy. Why am I doing it? Do I love it? Have I been as committed to it as, you know, even this podcast? And even the podcast got sluggish
0: this past year. However But I, I think that's just because we we've been doing what we said what we set out to do Oh yeah three years ago and that was to um you have boost a podcast our careers as Yeah. A platform to yeah.
1: do more. Yes. Yes. And I love um I actually enjoy the podcast and I think it could uh do well, and I have been doing a disservice with how I've been working it. However, I, um, this year is just gonna be looking at those goals because we are older. I am older, yeah. You know, travel is one thing, uh, I've been doing comedy X amount of years, um, and either I need to be exponentially better. Or I need to not do it except to have fun and whatever. What are my, what am I trying to do? You know, what do I have to say? Is this really what I even want to do? And the point for all that is pre pandemic times, I think you could easily make a living doing comedy. Mm -hmm. Um, even if you never hit and got big. I don't know if that is the same now. Uh, And I do not mean anything negative by this at all, but it's people's um, horizons are broadening. And so what I bring to the table now is not the voice of, the new what's new and yeah. exciting you know people are tired of my voice they've heard gen x's voice now for a while and they're like yeah
0: yeah and gen x is kind of tired too
1: <laughs> well i mean what's funny is gen x doesn't even realize they've been talking you know because uh everybody's complaining about boomers Everybody's complaining about millennials and they're not really complaining much about Gen Xers and Gen Xers haven't been saying much either. And the problem is is because the fucking boomers are our parents and the damn millennials are our children, you know? So Yeah, and we're th- getting we're there's a blame here. I mean, yeah, they're both annoying as fuck to us. You know? But now, I mean
0: so it's as as Gen Xers, we're dealing with, well, you and I may not have to deal with, but I have noticed that my friends have been dealing with the death of their parents, the, uh, the having to take care of their parents. Well, yeah, this is now. the time, you know. So we're getting it from that end. And then we get it from the millennial end, <clears throat> excuse me, where... Our kids, you know, can't move out of the house (laughs) because rent is so high and, you know, they're just trying to live. So we're getting it from there as well. And as for me, I've just kind of shut everything out and have focused on myself. And I've been called selfish many, many times for that. But I look at it as, you know, one thing that happened this year was I had a panic attack that I thought was a heart attack and it really shook me. And I was like, okay, you don't have too much longer. You know, you're you're on the decline now. So do what you want to do.
1: Yeah, and- I think I think what is definitely difficult for me right now is that uh you at least, I mean, you have grandchildren, so now your kids, unfortunately, have an idea, whether it's romanticized idea or if they have people in their life who are like this or whatever, but they have an idea, and even through television, of what grandparenting should be and what <laughs> your role should be doing it. And so I think that really sucks because you're not a traditional grandma. Like the whole reason we have the audacity to do this podcast is that our life trajectory has not been like the regular average mom. Like the moms that, you know. We're cool moms. The moms that I was in PTA with, you know. That their kids are all the same age as mine. That because I didn't have kids right out of high school, that's a lot of them, I'm 10 years older than So some of them would be considered like millennials or whatever, or Gen Xers. I mean, that, you know, uh, the 70s, like you, you know, you'd be in that demographic. Um, uh, You actually, though, are behind there. However, if we'd lived in the same area, I don't know, probably Ashland would be in some of the kids groups. They would. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So your kids would have been in there. Yeah. RJ is just a few months older than Ashland is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And then Sarah. So, I mean, yeah, you would have been right there with my PTA group. Uh the ones that go to concerts regularly and smoked a little bit of weed, those were the wild ones. Mm-hmm. That's what they, people thought. Yeah, of Harper
0: Valley. As yeah.
1: wild. And then, you know, here we are, and our Saturday nights are not like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's like every now and again, they're like that, but that's not what they were like for the most part. And... um I don't know. It's just different. I mean, they're still doing cool stuff in their own right or whatever, but they're definitely not doing the stuff we're doing. Although sometimes paths cross.
0: So you could go back and you could listen to past episodes of what I have accomplished in 2023. And I really thought that I wasn't going to accomplish much at all in drag because you remember in March the state of Tennessee was talking about banning drag and that was an obstacle that we had to get over. So I guess that my year of accomplishments probably really didn't start until after that ban had gotten pushed away and I was excited to do drag survivor and just going through there. So I did write down my accomplishments. I'm trying to look them up right now.
1: Very cool. But,
0: well, I well, you was, went to a festival I've too, right? To festivals. Yeah.
1: I did a couple festivals and um was invited to go. So that was kind of exciting. I didn't apply, but was um asked to come and do one. So that was Yeah, cool. those are the best and uh yeah I mean I've done a few fun things in comedy but not all that much I started producing the show at the dungeon tickled which is gonna go on in uh 2024 and that's kind of exciting I'm excited about it I dig the idea of it and it's fun um to produce and uh try to take care of the people who are doing it. So that'll be fun.
0: Yeah. I'm also bringing back the Gag Gag Gifts Gifts show. I just Mm -hmm. put out the form for our first one in February. Uh, We're going to go to every other month. I think that that will bring in bigger crowds because there will be more anticipation and we're going to have theme shows there as well well the
1: off month is my comedy show month there so that's what is happening which is exciting
0: very exciting
1: yes and then I may have some extra dates uh, throughout the year to get comics to come and then um, uh, working more on the podcast as well which is going to be exciting and then uh doing hair yeah Mm -hmm.
0: oh I finally found them. so I was totally wrong I won Monday Night Madness in 2022 or was first runner up in 2022 December Mm -hmm. I totally forgot about that so that's really not an accomplishment for 2023 but it did propel And gave me the confidence to do Drag Survivor. That and Draven just absolutely bugging the shit out of me to do it. The thing is,
1: winning that in December of 2022, (laughs) and also the way we run our years with our birthday, so that was the beginning of your new year. However, we're just doing this show because of the calendar (laughs)
0: new years but
1: people that have listened they'll be like oh we thought yeah yeah you you thought correctly you know so
0: so that and then going to Colorado the Colorado Burlesque Festival which I was very very excited for you know just shot in the dark one of those things where it's like oh the application fee is free let me just see what happens and um But if I hadn't have won Drag Survivor, it was going to be really, really hard to go to the Colorado Burlesque Festival, Mm -hmm. just monetary money wise. So the universe has a great way of those things working out. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to play Frank this year in the Satan Mechanics, which has been a dream of mine ever since I started there. And, uh, did you get to come to the shows? We Either, were at Oh, the burn. that's right. You're at the burn. Yeah. Um I know. Great experience and there's just nothing nothing bad that I could say about that. It was just magical.
1: I was super excited you got to do that.
0: Yeah. Uh and then I always say this because I really didn't think that I would make it this far. Like, uh, but making it to 52 and still doing things, still being active enough and doing the things that I want to do. So
1: I know um, what that uh number means to you. Mine is 61.
0: (laughs) Mine's 55, though. Yeah. If I make it to 55, then I really feel like I've accomplished something but i didn't think i'd make it to 40 you know and then lastly getting accepted into sissy and that's going to be the goal for 2024 is winning sissy nashville and it
1: starts
0: in january Mm -hmm. yeah so i'm very excited about that so show them the colin boutte experience That'll be fun. How does illumination work
1: for Sissy? How does this festival work?
0: Uh, I've looked at some of the past Sissy competitions that are available on YouTube. And from what I understand, uh, they send half home first. Or at least that's, it looks like that. that's what they did last year. They only had 12 contestants last year. This year it's 16. So I am just assuming that they will send half home and then the next week half and then you have like a top four, the final. So
1: how long does it go? Two months?
0: Yeah, there's two weeks between. There's just three challenges okay. starting the 21st and then I think it's February 4th and then February 25th would be the finale. Okay. And that's when I'll take home the crown right there either that or I'll be twinning with my good friend mix Mona Von Holler nice which I would not feel sad about that either because they are an all-around awesome person hi Mona I don't know if she'll ever listen but maybe maybe, maybe. maybe. She needs to come on the podcast. She's pretty interesting. They definitely need to come on the podcast. So what some of your goals, Gail, for 2024? What do we want to accomplish? And how are you going to do that? How are you manifesting those? Somebody wow. asked me that question. And uh, it stumped me.
1: On how are you manifesting? Yes. Because it's the, the work you put into it. Um is the best way to manifest. I know some people like to make a vision board and just look at whatever and concentrate on it. Uh, I like to also be a doobie, you know. Uh, I like to, uh, like I've been riding around looking for properties for a salon. I feel like they're not renewing any leases where they're at. And um, uh, we need to find a new spot so uh, that's a thing finding a new spot however that ends up Mm -hmm. because I need to concentrate on the business on my business and um, I am not sad about that like I love doing hair so
0: how are you going to balance the comedy and your career as a stylist?
1: Well, I have to let some things go, you know, it's teeter totter
0: on both sides, go
1: up and down. Yeah, I'm probably not going to work a full time schedule. I don't really work a full time schedule right now. Anyway, you know, and I can um, do appointments around engagements you know but I need to be uh, busier I know that sounds weird but I need to um, even if I'm doing things every day I need that's what I need to do you know yeah instead of just being like well I'm gonna do hair Thursday Friday and Saturday and then I'm gonna do comedy the rest of the week or whatever I'm you know Deciding on where I'm at. This is sad. I don't have a great, I'm not trying to make a living at comedy anymore. So I'm not making those kind of plans. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. All right. So it's just fun. I want it to be fun again because that's when I shine. There are some things coming up that I highly am excited about. There's roast battles that are coming up, you know but I am really concentrating on having fun with comedy. If you see me start getting serious on building some type of community on social media, then you're going to know, Oh, she's, she's, she's really going for making money at comedy or whatever. But I, I don't know. I'm kind of really thinking hair and, uh the podcast concentrating Mm -hmm. more on those two things and comedy just is who i am i'm funny naturally so that sounds it right now doesn't it (laughs) but you are you are
0: fading a little bit i'm fading
1: yeah i mean i don't know it's no longer fun i'm tired of uh I'm too self-aware, like I feel too hacky when I'm trying to do things and I don't like that.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I like when it used to be genuine, but I'm censoring myself too much. So I'm not having a good time. How can anybody else possibly be having a good time if this feels like a chore to be up there?
0: So. Ashmak, one of our guests. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. She is pretty awesome and we had talked about having her and Mallory and April on as like a whole big thing, which I think would be awesome. And we're manifesting that we're going to put that in the universe and get that. But she was, I'm going to manifest by making a group chat and just asking them, (laughs) Hey, and just getting it done. Yeah. Which leads me to, We're going to write these things down and we're going to put these in the universe. Um, and on the calendar. And on the calendar. to make
1: plans. This is how you <laughs> manifest things.
0: You make an actual committed plan. But what you were just saying right there, your goals for 2024, it's My, health. I want to write down.
1: <laughs> you want to use the notebooks that we've acquired over the years is what you're saying. So yes, after worrying about Bill and what is going on, I mean we we chug a lug along doing a lot of different stuff. There's gonna be, you know, I'm changing the my home around. I'm we've got to change some of the uh stuff down here in my craft room where we're recording so recording will be fun i'm not sad about it i'm actually looking forward to the upcoming year but it's not going to be centered on me trying to be a comic anymore if it ever has even which sounds weird. Well, it was,
0: a, it was fun while well, it lasted.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely have fun with comedy. I'm not saying that I'm done doing comedy. I'm just, there are a lot of, um, I'm going to continue to uh, pursue opportunities that I see that are experiences that I want to have. That will involve people and places that I want to go and be with and be around. And uh, that's kind of where I am for that. I'm not, um, I'm excited about producing the show that I'll be doing through the year. So, uh, and that's exciting to me. So, We'll just see. I'm not going to put too much on my plate this year. I want to succeed. Yeah. Mhm. So, the things that were are planned with the podcast and making appointments,
0: booking it. Well, we're going to have more guests. Yes. Uh, more of our friends,
1: more variety. Yeah.
0: More men,
1: yeah. We're gonna, we're. It's still know. gonna be gab and girl
0: time. Just sometimes with guys, yeah. Because <laughs> we really do love them, and we've got some good ones out there. Yeah, I don't. Uh, we're also going to. We've been saying this for years, <laughs> but we are going to go to YouTube as well yeah so that will mean less cussing yeah no more potty
1: mouth which Keish lorraine will be so happy about (laughs) and i'm really not sad about it either because um you know it is no i love to curse it's
0: uh it's the way i express myself so i will have more of a hard time than you will i don't know i got i've gotten pretty raunchy
1: lately You know, it's funny because Bill's asked me some questions and I've just been like, dude, yeah. Until we met every single day, I used to do these things. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, (laughs) I don't know if you're the bad influence or if I've just been like, eh, I don't got to do this anymore if I don't want to. I don't know. I can't say.
0: And I would like for there to be days where, you know, Colin and Dale come out <laughs> and, you know, do a little YouTube. See,
1: I would like to experiment a little with Dale. Maybe. Yeah. You know, like I don't need to be pigeonholed right into comedy. So but I also, you know, I don't know. We'll just see if it's fun. I don't want to be stressed out anymore about
0: entertainment. No. And honestly, this podcast should never stress us out ever because it's something. Yeah. We did this because it's fun and we enjoy it. Yeah. I have to tell you, I've had a lot of fun. Um,
1: I, Bill and I, I have this stupid analogy for our relationship and relationships in general. And one thing is, uh, I like to say ours is a lot like a seesaw. You know, you're up, you're down, you're up, you're down. But really, the thing is about a seesaw is like when you're down, don't jump off the damn seesaw. You know? Yeah. Because then you make your partner who's up crash to the ground. So this year has been... Um, Not my high up on the seesaw, but I'm so happy for you because it's been your high up on the seesaw. And what I've been really happy about is being able to have the ability to um, help you go further, like for your dreams to be achieved and for you to accomplish your vision even when I didn't always see your vision but I'm like all right you want this all right this is what we'll do and um being able to uh and the
0: vision's always kind of it worked it's, it's panned every, out every yeah.
1: time even if I didn't understand what the hell I was doing but I mean to be able mm-hmm. to uh be able to do that and, and you don't know how much I appreciate you the things it's been you know, to even have the stuff to be able to be like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. No, I mean, it's, it's cool. And I appreciate um, that it gave me things to do (laughs) when things weren't so great, you know, because I couldn't make gigs. I couldn't leave Bill alone for Mm -hmm. things, you know. So a lot of different things have come in perspective this year for me on what is really important to me. And you have needed your selfish year. And it's really going to irritate the hell out of everybody who never thought you were a success or could succeed or should be a success. Like anybody who thinks you don't deserve for whatever reason, whether it's your past behavior or that they don't think that you ever should have had whatever, that ugly is going to come out because you're a winner and they hate it
0: oh yeah i just think about that song everybody supports women until a woman is doing better than you everybody wants you to love yourself until you actually do Mm -hmm. and i just yeah i want everybody to succeed
1: yeah there's enough room for everybody like there's enough places and see this is my thing what do i really want to do With comedy. What do I really need with comedy? How many stages do I need to be on?
0: But I'm sorry, you're not going to succeed unless you've put in, put the work in. And that's for anybody. Oh, yeah. And my, all of my friends who have succeeded, which is pretty much all of them,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you can tell that they've put in the work. It's a lot of work. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, people don't realize how much work it is to do uh whatever every night, you know.
0: You know, and I I love the excuses, you know, that people give like, oh well, they were born with money or they have this great job or it's usually monetary um when that comes into view and I was like, but they worked to get where they were. Yeah, you it's know, weird. I, All the people
1: that I know that are multimillionaires didn't have anything. And it kills yeah. me that people are like, Well and now now it's billions. I didn't make these numbers up, you know? I didn't I didn't make them up. Uh but I do know a lot of people who had regular ordinary craftsmen jobs that are millionaires because they made a company. They were good with business as well. So they independently made their own company and built it up and then sold the company for many millions of dollars (laughs) and then turned around and did other things until their non-compete years were up. And then they built another company exactly like the first company that they built. And it goes on and on and on and on. And they are able to pass down now generational wealth. But that's in their, you know, their kids now are having kids. They're my age.
0: And honestly, you don't know what people, unless you really, really know them well and are are, living with them. Yeah, you don't know what kind of struggles that they've had or where they've been on the seesaw. Yeah. You know? I don't know if I time, like your analogy because now I'm thinking, OK, well, if I had a good year this year and Gail needs a good year next year, then that means that no, mine may means, be lower. So we have to like balance. You trying to, try to balance, but life is always up and down. You're always yeah. going to have
1: peaks and valleys. Like always, be very excited.
0: That's my analogy.
1: You should always. I mean, there's always peaks and valleys, but when you're in a relationship and you're seesawing, you want it to be balanced most all the time. But then sometimes you go up, sometimes you're down. Careers are like that too. Like, that's so many people fail because they jump off when their partner Mm -hmm. is soaring. It's like, what are you doing? Well, I'm down. Mm. Well, give them a minute. They'll be back down. Because you will. Like, I want your year to continue. I want you to have like a five-year
0: run. I think that would be cool. That's um, another goal of mine is I think it's going to take more of a community effort than me just manifesting it and putting it out there. Because there's a lot of obstacles with that. But I want to open a for lack of a better term, a lesbian bar. I want to open a female-centric sapphic bar where women can come and, you know, feel safe, have a safe space, you know, and that doesn't mean that men can't come because I'm not that way, but my is you can have a dick, just don't be a dick. You know? Yeah, but I mean, what about women who are predatory? Hopefully enough of us will be able to see that. Yeah, and point that out. I don't know too many predatory women. I know, I know I they either. exist. That's my thing. I don't I know they exist, I don't but I don't hang make out. Make friends them. with predatory women. Yeah. I try not to either, but the, statistically
1: they have to be there, and I'm guessing it's the same kind of stuff with the men, you know. They never know that their friends are predators either. Mm. <laughs>
0: That's a debate for another time. Do uh, <laughs> you honestly think that? I think like it. how you can't
1: hear sarcasm <laughs> in my voice. <laughs> that's plain. But that's all right. No, that's what they all say. Yeah, I had no. Interviews. I had no
0: idea yeah so. well that's what they're all it's still 2023 we can it's like we're all you know i didn't know or
1: i told them to be cool or whatever you know I yeah know.
0: i was the moral one
1: yeah but you still hang out every single weekend yeah so <laughs> there's that <laughs>
0: what i like about women if we don't necessarily like a person or know that that is uh that they're predatory uh we generally are just not friends with them
1: yeah we stop i mean anytime they give that weird vibe it's like come on you know we can usually be pretty mean to each other too so which is weird because we should be way meaner to men, <laughs>
0: you know. <laughs> and you can do that at my female-centric Savic bar. <laughs> yes, and
1: well, and i may, you know,
0: and I, it's needed. My There's only side seven well. lesbian bars in the entire U.S.
1: Are there only seven?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But are they They're- like? True. Do they say and what constitutes yes. a lesbian bar? Yes. Where it's majority all women.
0: Right. Or, you know, women led, women owned, uh, most of the employees are women. Hmm. Yeah,
1: do it. And that's
0: what I mean, that's what I'm wanting is I want all of my employees to be women. Now, is that gonna get me in trouble? Uh, with the feds, maybe. I don't know. Tell them to define woman. Right? Yeah. And when I say women, I mean all All women. women. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But if they
1: define women, then you can just have trans women and not really have to have any cis males, if that's what you want to do.
0: If that's their definition, that's not my definition, but if that's their definition.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But somehow that's wrong too. Never mind. Like inclusivity or whatever is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. like Your definition is all women, but if their definition of who's allowed in
0: to work for you, where you would not be well you know what i'm talking about is it called title nine i don't know where you have yeah
1: equal opportunity yeah like didn't hooters have to do something with that
0: and employ men
1: yes but they don't have to put them out on the floor
0: to serve do they right they would be you know cooks or you know Mm -hmm. yeah so that's how they get around it i guess well you can have a But door. I want.
1: You can have a doorman bouncer. No, I want a woman. <laughs> I understand. I don't know how to get around. I'll that. hire one. Well, that's what I'm saying. My what husband. Is their definition? That, if their definition yeah. of a woman is not the same, if their definition of a woman is like that dude that made that whole documentary or whatever.
0: But my whole vision is it's very grandiose. Um, It's going to take a lot of capital and um, it's going to take. It's going to take people coming in too and supporting. Yeah. You know, and making it what it is. So and I don't think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to open a bar and. I have bigger plans for this. Like, I know what I want my, quote, bar to be, to be like. And it's not just one room with a bar, you know, and a pool table in it. It's going to be a lot more than that. Mm -hmm. And that takes money, something that I don't have. So, and that's another thing, too, is finding the right space that can accommodate, you know, it needs a kitchen, needs a large parking lot. You know, I'd like to have a patio. Uh, it things like the, a stage can be built. It's got to have decent bones. You, you know, it's... Buy
1: sassy Ann's is what's got to happen.
0: <laughs> you can only have a hundred people in there at a time. I like Sassy ends for what it is, but I don't, it's not that's not my vision. It's too, there's too many floors Mm -hmm. and you have too many nooks and crannies to where people could get lost. In does that make sense? Like if I would much rather have an open area to where I can see everybody and Mm -hmm. see what's going on. Because when you own a bar and you, uh, there's alcohol involved, you know, things get, things can get muddied and weird plus sassians everybody's using
1: ai except for when they really need it (laughs) i'm just saying sassy's has a kitchen and they have a big parking lot so i don't think it's for sale though
0: i I don't think it is either else somebody would have already bought it
1: Yeah, I think that it's...
0: The last space I looked at was $7 million.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know what this one space is to rent, and it hasn't even been built out, but I believe where it's set, you know, how the store is set up, you know, the space is set up, like in a strip center situation, but the businesses that are all around it, like... Tell me this isn't perfect. There's, I know, a massage therapy place. There's a tattoo place, Mm -hmm. a nail place. The only thing that isn't there is the hair salon. So I feel that the plumbing's been set up where it'd be real easy to plumb the sinks, you know.
0: The thing right there, Mm -hmm. and being in drag and talking to a lot of the, quote, kids, In drag, you know, we talk a lot about shows and how much people are paid. And, you know, you have the same Mm -hmm. things in comedy and everything. And I don't think the kids have quite grasped, you know, when I do open this bar, the first people that have to be paid a living wage are the people that work for me. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if I decide to have a, a, a chef which I've already got that person in mind, you know, the bartenders, the, the servers, the, the bouncer, Mm -hmm. everything that comes into it, you know, you have to be able to pay people a living wage there. Entertainment is going to have to take a back door unless people start coming in, you know, and start spending money for the entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, people aren't used to really I think COVID got rid of covers but we're having we're gonna have to bring covers back you know until things are established you know and everybody starts making money like I I don't want to do this on charity I want to pay myself as well or else why would I even want to do this but yeah if it's a business it's a business you
1: gotta think about how that works Yeah. Yeah. Mm (laughs) Mhm. That's I don't you know, I love doing hair because I feel like I actually help people as well as But it's also a business. You have to make money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so and it has to be run that way. So that's how it is.
0: And overhead's a bitch, baby. It is. It is. So I either have to... Overhead in the government. Be somewhere
1: that I love being and that my clients want to come to, Mm -hmm. which is why we need to find a different space. I would like to find a place all of us could go and be together, even if it meant less, you know, for Scarlett. But I know she likes to control her own things. But, I mean, I would be willing to help on plumbing and stuff like that, depending on how much it was. Yeah. Yeah, and you know a plumber or two. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it'd be that difficult. It's just finding the building. And I'd be willing to pay more in rent at a place that I know I'm going to be able to build a clientele and keep a clientele. You know, I really don't have any trouble building a clientele. So we just have to be able to Keep it as well. So, you know,
0: that's also the great thing about being in the, uh, the performance world is that the people that you meet, and you know, I'm not saying that all your clients are from the performance world, but there's a good chunk. Yeah. You know.
1: I do have a lot from that. One thing that I have always liked about doing hair, um, is that a lot of my clients don't know I ever wanted to do comedy. So I have like an audience of one when I'm trying dumb stuff out. Yes. So, you know, that's, <laughs> that can be fun. But I, um, I know hair backwards and forwards and I'm in these forums and I've never felt more needed really in my whole entire life <laughs> than some of the questions these kids ask or people that have been doing hair for a while, it's kind of like, wow, really? Have you not, do you really not? Or are you just, I don't want to formulate this. I want somebody else to do it for me. And like, why is it not second nature if you've been doing this however many years or whatever? I don't know. It's just weird to me. And it's like, well, hmm, you're good at it. And you need to work it for while you can the next few years. Build that retirement up. Yeah. Yeah. Cause not in comedy, (laughs) not in burlesque or drag. No. You have good days, but it's like the money that we get excited about for comedy, I, you know, I can make in like an hour two hours mm-hmm. depending on what I'm doing. It's That's
0: another goal of mine is to bring back, not that I made a lot of money off of it, but I did have a pretty steady income is uh, our vintage clothing our online vintage clothing shop that my daughter that. and I have. Oh,
1: I did that. I did that, that, and I did that before.
0: That? And uh, for 2024, I'm really going to gung ho and, because not only do I have a lot of stuff that I need to rid of, but I really enjoy uh, vintage clothing and piecing things together and making little outfits up. And And my daughter enjoys that, too.
1: Which is awesome. You
0: should do that for real.
1: I do um, not have the gumption to do that. If you'd had storage space she would have had all those clothes and we could have, but like anything else, it's going (laughs) to (laughs) take,
0: it's going to take work. Yeah.
1: It's all work, you know,
0: and uh, you only have 24 hours in a day. You really only have, you know, 16 hours in a day. Um, If you prioritize your sleep, which I do, sleep is very, very important, especially when you're older and getting your rest. So it's, going to be challenging balancing all of those things that i want to do
1: balance is the hardest thing and it's what i've been trying to achieve my whole life (laughs) my whole entire
0: life is balance so but if you stuck with us in 2023 we thank you so much we're thankful for our new listeners i have not looked at lately i'm sure we're very very low because we haven't been pushing our podcast Yeah, we have like we should Um, but we're going to get back on track as we normally do. Yes, we (laughs) are. We're very excited. (laughs) There'll be.
1: Yes. Look for some new things. We're not going to put a date on when because every time we do this. We end up backsliding into terrible territory,
0: but we're going to. Say, I say we take it one week at a time. One as, week at a time. Yeah, as we normally going to. You get our guest. Yeah. Get our setup going. You know. I I definitely have plans in
1: action. So you know we are uh, right now. Our podcast room looks like a tornado hit it and. It will be uh, a little better taken care of and, and sorted. And then um, uh, we'll be set up for filming. You know, we have our green screen, so we'll be able to figure out that with the technology somehow. And then uh, I'm excited about that. But yeah, I'm excited for the future. But I'm just going to create more. And love more, and laugh more, and I'm gonna love myself more too.
0: So, and that sounds really good. I like all those things, and yeah, um, tend to my own garden. And <laughs> yeah, I've only um, I've been preaching it for a while. Making <laughs> I
1: feel like people making are so tired grow. of hearing me like do this, do that. But you just you have to see it. You know, you have to see as you're doing it. And I try to make small, consistent changes all the time. And then when I fail, I'm like, oh, that sucks. But get right back up and do it again. So, yeah, that's what we have. So, anyway, I'm really grateful for all of you as well. Thanks for listening.
0: And we thank you so much for listening to
1: Gabin, Girl Time. Gabin, Girl Time. Gabby girl
0: time. I can't believe that we didn't talk about anything political. I am so proud of us.
1: I know. Because it's the end of the world as we
0: know it. And I feel fine. (laughs) Bing! (laughs) Bing!